0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Jamie Star Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So my guest today is an actress and a dancer, and she's most known for her work in Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark on Broadway. My guest today is Whitney Sprayberry. What was your experience like being part of the Moulin Rouge workshop, which was like before it was even like at Brooke, or at the theater that it's at right now?
1: Yeah, it was actually even before um, they decided who was going to choreograph the show. So I was actually, um, it was like a weird battle royale process of Alex Timbers deciding who um, obviously inevitably would be choreographing the show. Um, So they had kind of simultaneous workshops going on at the same time. Um, I was under Lynn Page, who um, if you're not familiar, she's a choreographer out of London um she's done a few projects here she's currently doing the spring awakening in uh london now um she's done a lot of tv and film as well she's incredible amazing she did american psycho here in the states um yeah so our workshop funny enough actually had holly in it who ended up going on to do the show as one of the lady m's um and it was a wild just like two weeks of us kind of going through and not doing every number we mostly focused on, uh, because we can't, can't, can And then we did, um, chandelier, which ended up being green fairy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did those two large production numbers, um, kind of just building and creating for Lynn. And then like, at the end of that, um, Alex came in and some of the other producers to kind of see what we had done. Mm-hmm um and they loved it and like lynn obviously had worked with alex before it was just they decided to go with sonia and it was like no bad blood and then sonia ended up obviously using all of the people that had done her workshop Mm -hmm. but it was amazing the art cat it was it was so wild it was so much fun (laughs) yeah
0: have you always wanted to do like a jukebox kind of show in some way
1: um, I think that there's a lot of upsides of the jukebox musicals, and I've had a lot of fun doing them. Um, I think, you know, specifically focusing, I thought the ones that where you get to really kind of focus with one artist, you mm-hmm. know, somebody like the Tina musical or Jagged or things like that is unbelievable getting to work on that process. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, also singing, like, chandelier in a workshop, like, oh, yeah. so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Jason Hart was our MD at the time, and some of the notes he was trying to get me to sing, I'm like, come on. Yeah. I'm trying to run around and
0: dance. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love jukebox musicals.
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah.
0: I saw the Share show on Broadway, and I loved it. Oh,
1: Allie Meixner is one of my best friends. I had her on. She's up on my I, little while She wall told ahead.
0: me. She told me, because I thought I was doing this. She was like, oh, I did that. I was
1: like, oh, cool.
0: Yeah, I don't know if she, rem- she remembers me. What? was what pop song is or was like your favorite from moulin rouge
1: um well we in our workshop we didn't get to do as many of the songs um but i think i love the blend that they they were able to find kind of the mashups are Mm -hmm. amazing um i think looking at the show now it's hard not to fall in love with bad romance and that whole sequence Mm -hmm. um it's just so good um but within our workshop the chandelier number that we built was just by far like the most fun there was like a giant table that's so cool yeah it was really fun so I I guess chandelier would be my my pick yeah
0: have you seen moulin rouge since it's been on broadway
1: I did I got to see it um my friend Nicholas Cunningham and I went to see it together he also did the workshop as well under Lynn so we went and saw it to support I have so many friends in it. Mm-hmm. I did, I guess a lot of them have moved on now, but I've, I got to see the original company, so that's so really cool. lucky. Yeah, did you, stunning show.
0: Yeah, did you know a lot of the music off of the Jagged Little Pill album before the world premiere show you every got to be single, part of?
1: Every single thing, except for the um, some of the new material that Alanis worked on for the show, but um, oh man, I'm, I'm a diehard. My sister and I grew up just nonstop. That CD was like it was a black CD and by the time we were done with it the black had all been scratched <laughs>
0: off amazing um,
1: so yeah I was a diehard hard fan actually so that opportunity was just like I mean life changing
0: yeah I only know you ought to know in-
1: <laughs> yeah the best thing the, the thing that touched me the most is that um, on the Jagged album is the hidden track um, and they actually put the hidden track in the show which a lot of people don't know about but the big Alanis fans definitely probably caught it. And it's just a small Lauren Patton thing, just a little mm-hmm. little moment of it, but it's so good.
0: Yeah. Since you were part of the world premiere of uh, Jaggy, did you get to, like, work with Alanis and watch her in action?
1: I did. She was around quite a bit, actually. It was lovely. Um, she's so down-to-earth. She's so real. Um, she's so honest, and she really cares mm-hmm. um, about, you know each like every little nuance really meant something to her as it did to all of us so um you know watching her and tom kit have conversations about music was just like mm-hmm. i mean who I, I don't know like to be in that room is just incredible um yeah she came around quite as much as she could you know she's got a family and lives mm-hmm. in california so um but she was around quite a bit for the whole process before We went to Cambridge, and then once we were in Cambridge, she was also there quite a bit as Mm -hmm. well, too, which was really nice.
0: Were you, like, since you were just such a big fan, were you, like, starstruck at first?
1: Oh, my gosh. The first... I think everybody was, you know. I think we all had um, kind of gotten bit by the bug of the show at the time, Mm -hmm. even though we were only in a couple weeks, um, and gotten so... raw and emotional with each other, that the second, like, the person who created all of that for us stepped into the room, I mean, we were all totally, like, fangirling out, and, uh-huh. uh, and like, uh, and she came in with her um, little pill earrings on, and everybody, like, lost their mind, and we just, like, all wanted to be Alanis Morrison. That's so cool. I think so we all, cool. like, got the Nikes that she came in wearing, like, we all just ended up buying these, like, Nikes. <laughs>
0: Amazing. It's like, uh, no pressure, yeah. but the person who basically wrote this whole thing is sitting right in front of us.
1: Yeah, but it, it never felt like pressure because she's just such a kind person and like mm-hmm. just such a great spirit. It's, you wanted to live up to it and wanted to like, obviously, like you know, make mom proud. But like, yeah, it never felt fa- it never really felt like pressure from Alanis. Mm-hmm. It was just like total love, and she adored everyone in the room. So it was great. It was so. I mean, I That's will.
0: The best yeah. kind of people to work with.
1: Truly, she's just incredible. Yeah.
0: Were you, or have you always been a big Spider-Man fan?
1: Um, I'm a big Marvel fan for sure. I think, um, although admittedly, I haven't seen the new Spider-Man yet. Neither have I. <laughs> but I'm, I'm a massive Marvel fan. I always have been. Um, but obviously, like booking Spider-Man, um, kind of bumped Spidey up to the top of my like list of favorites. Mm-hmm. Um. And, uh yeah, and then then I couldn't get away from it, and Spider-Man was everywhere, like, yeah. It was everywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, and now with the new, with Tom Holland and Zendaya, it's still everywhere. I
1: know, I gotta watch
0: it. Everyone said it's amazing. I gotta yeah. see it. I, the la- I only saw, I, did I see one when I was, I don't know, I may have watched one when I was in high school for a class where we watched a bunch of movies, but I saw the Homecoming one of them in, like, the high school and whatever. Yeah,
1: I haven't seen... I don't think I've seen any of the Tom Hollands. Like I have, used to watch like the OG one. like the Tobey Maguire, Tobey Maguire, and then who was right after Tobey? Andrew Garfield. Um, yeah, I saw that Andrew Garfield Emma Stone one. I saw that one.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I'm trying to think. She
1: was playing Gwen. She wasn't playing Mary Jane. Yeah,
0: I yeah, don't. It yeah, a- <laughs> I don't really keep up with my uh, Marvel. I should.
1: Yeah. hard to keep up with because it's so much
0: yeah I mean I should because Marvel is technically part of Disney and I'm a huge Disney person so yeah was it was it challenging being in a the ensemble of a show like Spider-Man
1: um it had its challenges but you know the funny thing with Spider-Man that I think a lot of people didn't realize is that we were a company of humans like a lot of us making our Broadway debuts, a lot of people coming from more of, like, martial arts background, mm-hmm. contemporary dance backgrounds. So um, it felt like, I don't know, it was such a different experience. Um, we were, like, our, in our own world. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't find, I, I found that I wasn't often thinking of myself in a Broadway show. Mm-hmm. Like, that we were just kind of creating our own world every night um, because we were doing something so different. Um So, I think it had its challenges and its struggles, but as a, I don't know, we just were always a family, like, just coming to work. We Mm -hmm. all loved each other so much.
0: Yeah. Yeah, That
1: sounds probably, like, not honest and real, but it is. Yeah. Like, we still all have a group, we have a group thread together that's called, like, Spidey Girls, So like, we Mm -hmm. all still text each other. Everybody supports and loves on each other still to this day. Yeah. As much as people want to tear Spider-Man apart for other things, like, Yeah. yeah, we were... We were a fun little family there.
0: Who played Spider-Man in that? I don't remember.
1: Uh, well, Reeve Carney played Peter Parker, the original. Oh. Uh. Um, and then Matthew James Thomas was the matinee. And then it moved on to who came after Reeve. I know Justin Sargent played the role. Jason Gote played the role. Um, um, Matt Wilkes played the role for a little bit. Matt Kaplan came back and played the role. A lot of oh. big names. Yeah, That's
0: so cool.
1: Ode Marz played the role for a little bit as a cover as well. Yeah, um, we had a lot of Peter Parkers. <laughs>
0: yeah, Reeve Carney. Or Reeve Carney
1: is the original. Yeah, yeah.
0: Reeve Carney before uh, the Hades Town evolution. Oh
1: yeah, before Hades Town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Is New York Fashion Week as glamorous as people say it is?
1: Um. Yes and no. Like it's very chaotic backstage for Fashion Week. Like Desigual was like. But, like you're, mm-hmm. you're just being like shoved places into places, but then the the, the runway itself is quite like, glamorous when you see who's in you know who's in the front row and um, what celebrities are there and mm-hmm. um, all the photography. There's so many photographers there, so that side is glamorous for sure. But the backstage area is like, I mean,
0: oh, I can imagine. I
1: almost feel like I blacked out during it because there's so much yeah. happening. Um, and it's so chaotic. Um, so I think it's a little bit of both, but yeah. the runway itself is like, I still, it was, I mean, honestly, I got to wear some really cool clothes, walked the runway and then I was doing Ryan Heffington movement. So it was like, just yeah. honestly, such a magical moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a whir- it was a whirlwind of a time.
0: <laughs> yeah, who did you guys just, who was sitting in the front row? Who are the, some of the big names that were, you got to like walk oh and God, try I not to trip it? at? It
1: trip. was, oh, Yolanda Hadid was there. And I'm a big Housewives fan. Oh, I, I, I being, used like, to be totally too. Like, yeah, so that was, I think, my biggest. There was a couple other people um, in the fashion business that I wasn't as familiar with that other people were saying were there. Um, but I know Yolanda was my biggest.
0: <laughs> yeah, try not to trip in high heels while staring yeah, at Yolanda. Hadid. Was, I know.
1: And yeah, I, I luckily was, um, her. she was on the other side. I didn't, my, where I stopped to do my dance sequence was on the other side. So I, my past was around her. So um, I would have probably been more nervous, but it was really cool.
0: Oh, yeah. Have you gone back and watched yourself on like any of the TV show work that you've done?
1: i haven't really I, I i i didn't watch the modern love episode i don't know why no no real reason besides the fact that i just got busy and kind of yeah t- So time passes between filming and then to when it actually airs that you kind of almost they're like oh yeah, oh, I, yeah know, I, did I did that mm-hmm. yeah exactly um so i've seen clips of it but i haven't sat down and watched it i'm trying to think if the gossip girl episode was also a really long time ago um I think I did actually because I watched that show yeah that I had like a giant mask and wig on though so it's like I just only knew where I was based on the blocking mm-hmm. from shooting like I think if you were to sit down and watch it you would have no no clue that mm-hmm. it was there yeah but that was fun because I got to, to do Blake Lively like stand in work so that was that's
0: fun. so cool what yeah. is your favorite store to shop at at the mall
1: uh, well, I haven't been to an actual mall in like 10 years, probably. Um, but I'm a sucker for Zara.
0: Me too. I
1: try, I try to get out of the fast fashion. My partner and I have this conversation a lot about fast fashion and, mm-hmm. um, the downfall of what that's doing to like a lot of our, you know, environment and things like that. Yeah. But if I go to a kind of a store that we all know, it's usually like a Zara or, um, if I'm splurging, I do love free people, but often that's, like...
0: I know the too, feeling. Too I love it, but it's <laughs> so... I, yeah. I i understand.
1: And then I'm still a sucker for vintage here. I'm so lucky in Brooklyn. We have some amazing vintage shops. So that's so cool. I like, I like to do a vintage store to do those kind of runs, too, and find, like, really gem of pieces.
0: Yeah. Of yeah, I like Zara, too. It's just that the lines in that store are... Oh. There, it's not it's just Indiana. in michigan it's not just in michigan there it's like that everywhere
1: oh for new york is out of control uh-huh like but it's
0: ridiculous
1: i know i, I think i've bought in one time and been like never mind and i just left because it was like the line was so crazy yep but.
0: that was me that's what i do i just buy it online if i really like it from zara i'll just buy yeah. it online just screw waiting in a long line
1: i have become much more of an online shopper these days oh yeah same
0: <laughs> Do you get songs or jingles stuck in your head easily?
1: Very easily. I'm choreographing a musical right now for Marymount, and I can't stop singing the song.
0: (laughs) And it's just, like,
1: stuck in there. And I'm like, ugh. And I heard, actually, that um, it's your brain trying to process the lyrics, that you don't actually know the lyrics that well. So a song that gets stuck in your head is because you're trying to, like, figure out the lyrics. But you don't often get songs that you know stuck in your head. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what somebody
0: told me. I like that. I like that. And for
1: me it kind of makes sense because I'm usually like, oh yeah, I don't actually know the words to that song yeah. in like entirety, but
0: yeah. Are you one to sing in the shower? Yes.
1: <laughs> I think I sound amazing in the shower. I My mean voice showers would probably argue against that. <laughs> yeah,
0: showers are the best as the words of Stephanie J. Black, showers have the best acoustics.
1: The best acoustics, she's not wrong.
0: She always says showers steaming, are the
1: best. You're getting warmed up. Yeah. That's what I actually do a lot of if I'm if I'm in a show. Like I'll usually do like a shower vocal warm up.
0: Yeah. Ah, you get good acoustics and you get the heat.
1: hmm. For the okay, steam. So some neck warm ups in there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what brings out your inner nerd?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I guess it depends on what side of my nerdiness. I definitely think, like, musical theater brings out my inner nerd. Like, going to see a show or, like, talking about musical theater with my students, like, for sure, brings out that nerdiness. Um, I have a lot of other nerdy sides to me, but that's probably a good one. Yeah. Um, What are some other nerdy things? I don't know. I don't think it's nerdy, but maybe people don't understand my addiction with Bravo, and that comes out in a real way.
0: Yeah, yeah. Me and Bravo have a love hate relationship. I will say. Well,
1: yeah, that's how it goes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Are you a big fan of wearing hats?
1: Massive. I'm surprised I don't have one on right now. To be honest. Yeah. I am a hat girl all day, all day, all day. Have I you love hats?
0: Have you seen Teal Wix's hat closet?
1: No, I haven't.
0: Talk about! I've never seen someone with more hats until I met her.
1: That's funny. It's I need to up my hat like storage game.
0: Yeah, I mean I never,
1: I never have a great place to put them, but I have a lot of them.
0: Yeah. What is your guilty pleasure song?
1: Um, you know what changes? Um I will go into a Billy Joel moment. I love Billy Joel, kind of is a good one. Mm-hmm. Um we're a big music household, so it'll it'll ch- It changes. I don't think I have like an old reliable. I think it just changes depending on the mood. Yeah, we're always yeah. We have a big. My my partner has a big record collection, so we've always got different music on in the house.
0: Yeah. Do you have any crazy nicknames?
1: Everyone calls me Sprabe, which people get confused by because a lot of people look, think it's like Spravees, and yeah. it's actually Sprabe. Yeah, so I get that one a lot. Yeah, that's my most, and then I, uh, my closest friends call me 10 from a very old, old, um, I auditioned for uh, America's Next Top Model, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, in my early 20s, and uh, it was a long story, but basically my nickname 10 is from my, like, closest group of friends, do they call me 10? Yeah. Like, they never, I don't think I've heard some of them say my name in years. Yeah. In 10 years, maybe. <laughs>
0: What age do you not want to relive?
1: Oh, that's a good question. You know, I would say maybe like my fifteen, fifteen, sixteen-year-old self.
0: Yeah, weird I, times. After that
1: I think, like weird times, right? And just some dumb things and like, yeah. Sh- stop. Sorry, I'm you can on you your can
0: podcast. swear. You can swear. That's oh, okay. the beauty <laughs> about podcasting is that you can swear. All I have to do is turn on the explicit and
1: amazing i won't curse too much i'll try not to i do have a terrible sailor's mouth is what my dad tells me it's okay me
0: too yeah uh i forgot what i was saying now
1: because i
0: was
1: apologizing for uh 15 16 oh yeah just the shitty decisions i made at that time that i wouldn't put up with now yeah you know what i mean like in my i'm certainly in my moving to new york city at 17 you but i actually would relive those days like Mm -hmm. my early 20s in new york city were incredible yeah
0: Are you more of an at-home movie watcher or a movie theater movie watcher?
1: Um, It used to be. I used to love the theater, but I'm so lucky. um, My partner's a film director, so we have a beautiful home theater um, set up, so now we don't have to go to the movie theater. We have um, a popcorn machine, and we just cozy up on our big sofas with the dogs, and um, we're very fortunate to be able to, like, now
0: watch movies from home I love it what's a fun yeah. fact that not a lot of people know about you oh
1: that's a good question a fun fact that not a lot of people know about me oh gosh I put everything out there I feel like everybody knows <laughs> yeah. <thinks> about me <laughs> I'm like such an open book um gosh I don't know I don't I don't know that it's fun, but I don't know that people realize, like, what a family person I am and how close I am with my family and, my, yeah. like, that my friends are my family. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know how fun that is, but I yeah. don't think that people often realize, like, how close I am because uh, I that, I do keep that side of my life quite personal. So mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Once again, I've been speaking with actress and dancer Whitney Sprayberry from Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark on Broadway. I will see you all on my next episode where I'm chatting with actress Madison Claire Parks.